Welcome to episode four of the Lives of the Saints first series, the 1928 BCP Saints. I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. In this episode, I pay tribute to St. John, whose feast day or holy day is December 27th. In the Anglican tradition, St. John is called an apostle and evangelist. And in the Eastern Church, also as John the Theologian. Whether or not the prayer book gives him the third title, his life's work, by which I mean not only his gospel, his three epistles, and the book of Revelation, but also his life after the resurrection, clearly offers Christians essential theological teaching on the identity of Jesus Christ, the connection between Jesus and the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Father's purpose in sending his only begotten Son into the world, and how to attain life everlasting in the kingdom of the Father. The illustration is a 19th century stained glass window, one of a set of four honoring the gospel authors. The English name John comes from the Hebrew name Yohanan, which is rendered in the Greek as Ianos. In both Hebrew and Greek, his name begins with an I and not a J because there is no hard consonant J in either Greek or Hebrew. The literal meaning of the Hebrew Yohanan is Yah, for Yah or Yahweh has shown favor. The illustration is an early 18th century Russian Orthodox icon of St. John from the Iconostasis at Transfiguration Church, Kiji Monastery, Karelia, Russia. St. John was the youngest son of the Jewish fisherman Zebedee from the Greek Zebedaos and his wife Salome. Early Christian tradition says his mother was a sister of the Blessed Virgin Mary. John and his older brother James, with their father, ran a fishing business on the Sea of Galilee, probably operating out of Capernaum. He was the second in the second group of two to be called as disciples from Luke 5 verse 20, an event which he does not describe in any of his writings. The illustration for this and the next two slides is a late 19th century watercolor in graphite and charcoal on gray wove paper from the Life of Christ series by James T. So at the Brooklyn Museum. John was the youngest of the 12 original disciples, probably around 19 or 20 at the time he was called. For their enthusiasm, Jesus calls St. John and his older brother James by the name Boanerges, which means sons of thunder. He is also called the Beloved Disciple, 
owing to his own labeling of himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved in John 13, 23, 21, 7, and 20, verse 2. St. John tells us little about himself, but from what he does say, and from the works of Saints Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Paul, we know that St. John was present at the most important events in Jesus' ministry and after his death and resurrection. He was a witness to the transfiguration in Matthew 17, verses 1 to 9, also described in Mark and Luke. He went into the house of Jairus in St. Mark and St. Luke's accounts of the raising of the daughter of Jairus. He is the one who at the Last Supper is always depicted as leaning against Jesus based upon John himself in John 21 verse 20. He tells us of this event that he saw and believed. He was present at the crucifixion spoken to by Jesus from the cross in John 19, verses 26 and 27. He is, quote, that other disciple, unquote, who came to the sepulcher with Simon Peter on the first day of the week after his crucifixion, as recounted in John 20, verse 2. He is called by St. Paul in Galatians 2, 9, a pillar of the church. In traditional icons and art, St. John is always represented as an eagle, such as in one of the illustrations from the Bamberg Apocalypse from the early 11th century and in a painting by Russian icon artist Andrei Rublyov in the 14th century. Following the command of Jesus from the cross to treat the Blessed Virgin as his own mother, Behold your mother, in John 19, verse 27, St. John took her to his own home. According to Christian tradition, he later took her with him to Ephesus in the western region of Asia, Asia Minor, where he led the first church there. Both the remains of the Basilica of St. John, once the largest church in the world, and the house where St. Mary lived are popular tourist attractions in Ephesus. The illustration is Lamentation of the Virgin, depicting St. John consoling St. Mary over the body of Jesus taken down from the cross from the Rohan Master, A Book of Hours, an early 15th century illuminated manuscript at the Bibliothèque Nationale in Paris, France. I extracted this illustration from a 20th century reproduction in my library. Later in his life, for his advocacy of Christianity at Ephesus, he was imprisoned on the island of Patmos by the Roman emperor Domitian, probably for about seven years. It was there that he wrote Revelation around 95 A.D., and this he tells us himself in Revelation 1, verses 9 and 10. According to early Eastern Church tradition, St. John returned to Ephesus after being freed from prison around 96 AD, and it was there that he wrote his Gospels and Epistles, and where he died 
at an estimated age of 105, the only one of the original 12 to die a natural death. The illustration is St. John on Patmos, an oil-on-oak panel by Hieronymus Bosch, circa 1489, from the collection of the State Museum in Berlin, Germany. St. John's written legacy is full of spiritual-minded words, phrases, and ideas that are unique and invaluable. Without his work, our understanding of early Christianity would be quite different, which may explain why modern revisionists are so determined to discredit or discard his gospel epistles and the book of Revelation. Other AIC study resources which explore the work of St. John in detail are New Testament, Gospels and Epistles, Episode 25 to Episode 48, focused on the Gospel of St. John, and Revelation, an idealist interpretation presented in 28 episodes. For both series, the episodes are linked from the Bible study page at www. Anglican Internet Church.net. Another useful work is Revelation, an idealist interpre- interpretation, a book based upon the, the video series to be published at Easter 2016 AD and available through our virtual bookstore at https colon right slash right slash www.amazon.com right slash author, right slash Ronald hyphen E hyphen Shibley. The illustration is St. John writing his gospel from the Rohan Master, a book of hours at the Bibliothèque Nationale in Paris from the early 15th century and once again from the 20th century reproduction owned by the author. In this episode, I will discuss only the highlights of his work, beginning with the iconic opening words to his gospel in which he links Jesus Christ of the New Testament with the Creator God of the Old Testament using the opening words of Genesis 1 and in which he presents the images of Christ as both word from the Greek logos and as the Word of God, and light, the latter a theme explored again extensively in Revelation chapter 21. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing that was made was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. The illustration is an 18th century Russian Orthodox icon in tempera and gilt on wood panel from the Vladimir region of Russia. The seven signs, based upon the Greek Samian, which Jesus did at Cana, Galilee, Jerusalem, and Bethany. The NKJV translates this as sign, which is translated in the Roman Catholic-influenced King James Version as miracle. 
The difference is that a sign indicates the source of the power. A miracle has the same meaning, but focuses instead on the actual visible act. Whichever word you prefer, each of these incidents are, like the I am sayings, which are unique to St. John's Gospel, a revelation to the world of Jesus' divinity. They include the making of water into wine at the wedding at Cana, the healing of the nobleman's son and the paralytic man, the feeding of the 5,000, also recounted in the Gospels of Matthew and Mark, walking on water, restoring the sight of the blind man, and finally, the raising of Lazarus. John further develops this interpretation in the I Am declarations of Jesus' divine identity, which are found only in St. John's work. These are I Am who speaks to you in John 4, verse 26, the bread of life in John 6, 35, 48, and 51, the light of the world in John 8, 12, I am, be not afraid, in John 8, verse 20. Before Abraham was, I am, in John 8, 58. The door of the sheep, in John 10, verse 1, 7, and 9. The good shepherd, in John 10, 11, and 14. The resurrection and the life, in John eleven twenty five. The way, the truth, and the life, in John 14, verse 6. The true vine, John 15, verses 1 and 5, and in Revelation 1, 8 and 22, 13, as the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Among the many details offered in his work, St. John gave the church its only written record of the words of St. Andrew, St. Thomas, St. Philip, and Nathaniel who is called Bartholomew in other Gospels, the only mention of Cana in Galilee, and the only view of the early church understanding of the coming of judgment presented in 22 chapters in the book of Revelation. From his account of Jesus' post-resurrection appearance in the upper room, we learn only in St. John's Gospel of Jesus' grant to the apostles and by extension their descendants, the right to offer the sacrament of penance or absolution and remission of sins in John 20, verse 23. Another unique account includes the second draft of fishes and the post-resurrection meal with the disciples, which was followed by the threefold restoration of St. Peter in John 20, verses 15 to 21. He is the only evangelist, evangelist to directly link Satan with the serpent who tempted Adam and Eve in the creation account in Genesis 3, and you'll find that in Revelation 12, verse 9. The illustration is a 19th century stained glass window somewhere in England in the Munich style, possibly by Franz Mayer of Munich or F.X. Zettler, with an eagle in his chalice. For more on this concept, see God versus Satan in Scripture 
on page 106 in Revelation, an Idealist Interpretation, to be available through our virtual bookstore, https colon slash slash www.amazon.com slash author slash Ronald hyphen E hyphen Shibley at Easter 2015, 16 AD. Unlike the case of most of the other apostles, the story of the relics of St. John is clear. He was buried near Ephesus, where he had served as the equivalent of a modern bishop. In the illustration is the stone marker claiming to mark the place of his death near the remains of the Basilica of St. John, built between 548 and 568 A.D. by order of the Byzantine Emperor Justinian. Tradition says that during the reign of the first Christian emperor Constantine in the mid-fourth century that the tomb was opened and that no remains were found, furthering the legend that like St. Mary, whom he protected after the resurrection, his body was translated or taken up directly into heaven. The Collect for the Feast of St. John, written by Archbishop Cranmer for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer, is an adaptation of an original in the Leonine Sacramentary. Merciful Lord, we beseech thee to cast thy bright beams of light upon thy church, that it, being illuminated by the doctrine of thy blessed apostle and evangelist St. John, may so walk in the light of thy truth that it may at length attain to life everlasting through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The illustration is a photograph of a Coptic Orthodox icon of St. John, the date and location not specified by the photographer. In the Anglican tradition in America, St. John is commemorated in the special verses for the hymn from All the Saints in Warfare, written in 1864 by Horatio Nelson and published with the 1892 hymnal and sung to the tune, Aurelia. Praise for the loved disciple, exile. Patmos shore. Praise for the faithful record. He too thy Godhead bore. Praise for the mystic vision through him to us reveal. May we in patience waiting with thine elect be sealed. The music was performed by Richard Irwin, whose website is www.hymnswithoutwords.com. If you'd like a PDF of all five pages of the hymn, please send an email request to me at frron.stjohnanglican at earthlink.net. Thank you for joining me for episode four in the Lives of the Saints first series, the 1928 BCP Saints. Episodes in this series, as well as from other teaching videos and seasonal videos, are or will be available on our YouTube channel, https colon 
slash slash www.youtube.com slash C slash St. John C with St. spelled out. Or a better way is by using the episode links on our website at http colon right slash right slash www.anglican internet church and you'll find them on the digital library page and also on the Bible study page. I also invite you to visit our virtual bookstore of historical, prayer, teaching, and other publications cited earlier at https colon slash slash www.amazon.com slash author slash Ronald hyphen E hyphen Shibley. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and use its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.